This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, they match you with a licensed therapist, and you can switch anytime, no additional charge. So, celebrate the progress that you've already made by visiting betterhelp.com slash yanks today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash yanks. Welcome back to another player profile and projection. It's Talking Yanks brought to you by SeatGeek. We are talking about Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, a.k.a. Izzy, a.k.a. IKF, a.k.a. Kiner, a.k.a. Kalefa, a.k.a. Hawaiian Hustle, a.k.a. The Physical King. Jake, how you doing? James, PBD, everyone tuning in. This is another one that I think... Jakey Electrical Supplier, seven years ago, will be tuning into this episode to find out about this guy. And let's be honest, we're all going to be finding out together. We can look at the stats page, uh, which we've all been doing. Uh, but until we see it in pinstripes day to day, there's going to be a lot of mixed motions about this. You guys have probably seen, if you didn't see uh, our vlog from our uh, Arizona spring training trip when the trade was announced. A lot of mixed emotions. A lot of mixed emotions. Um, and I don't know. I'm interested to see where we land because there's some things we like, right? Defense, a bit of speed. That's what we've been looking for, a guy that doesn't strike out. Some of the stats outside of that get a little scary, so it's how good is that defense going to be? How does it feel on a day-to-day -day basis? And the other thing that might end up being unfair for IKF is he is not an elite hitter. He is not a great hitter. He hasn't been an average major league hitter in MLB baseball. MLB baseball, that's a little redundant, Jake. So it's it also could be one of those things, like if this Yankees top of the lineup that we've been getting excited for, if they're clicking... And IKF is playing some shortstop and mixing in some speed every here and there. We could really like that. But if the rest of the lineup goes cold and we're going to start circling names, I think he's going to be one of the names that we circle because uh, his track record compared to some of these other guys, compared to a Donaldson, compared to Judge Stanton, like we're talking about different worlds of hitters. So... I mean, compared to what Gio had done the past couple years. So that's where expectations in this time of year with baseball are really tricky. So we're going to try to temper them. And hey, I'm, I'm kind of walking into this like, I hope this dude... I hope I have to take back some of my words about this guy. I was going to give just like a uh, like a like a formal warning up front. He's having a good spring training. Spring training is the line of eternal optimism. A lot of Yankee fans that I've seen on the Twitter sphere and the Reddit's and the uh, you know out and about are getting themselves very excited about Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. We saw in the last episode, people were like putting him in the leadoff spot, which is right. confusing me. So just like up front, Jake and I are very down 
on Isaiah Kiner fluff up. Happy, as always, to be proven wrong. Root for the people that wear pinstripes. I hope that he's a crowd favorite, wins us over, and has his moments. We don't see how that can happen. And just so there, there you go. Like, that's, I just want to, like, there's some players we are way more positive and the crowd gets upset on us because they're, they're down and we're up. We are down and some of you are probably up and this episode's going to come off whiny or whatever, like, there's definitely when people are like, you guys are so negative and down. But man, am I like, I can't believe this was the move. He did overhaul his swing. Sure. <laughs> the sign of someone who's a good hitter. Um, maybe it works out. He's not a shortstop. Didn't come up through the minors being a shortstop. Didn't come into the major. Shortstop is a position where you... 100% of the people that play shortstop in the minor leagues and then reach MLB as a shortstop, like 20% of them stay there. He's doing the opposite journey, which you don't see rarely. Which is super impressive. Like, it, it, if there's anything we should be complimentary of and what we've heard of, he is an incredible worker. He played catcher just to get a chance to play Major League Baseball. Like, he wasn't a catcher, like, growing up. He saw that there was a catcher opportunity. He started to play catcher so he can make the big leagues. He makes the big leagues. He does enough. The Rangers threw him at third base. He was so good there. He won the gold glove. Very impressive that they said, we think this guy has the range in the arm to play shortstop. He did, and some of the numbers really did like him last year, as a 156-game everyday shortstop. Yeah, so the, the range that is incredibly impressive. It is. Not a lot of players do that. Yes. It is impressive uh, that he's got the ability to play everywhere. But a bona fide shortstop's a bona fide shortstop. He comes up as a shortstop, stays as a shortstop. They were moving him around in the minors. He caught like 40 games at catcher in the minors. He went to third base when he got the double A and was just a utility guy um, because he's a glove first guy. He's a glove first guy. So the Rangers also. Moved him to short because they traded Elvis Andrews for contract relief, and then they signed two of the best shortstop on the market. It's not like they got rid of guys to put him at short. It was kind of like, oh, these make sense for our payroll, and our and he was their stopgap before La the big signing. So Last year for them, things kind of played out well for Texas, I'm going to be honest with you. Last year for them was kind of a, a bonus year, and they kind of said... If Isaiah Kiner-Falefa can be a very good defensive shortstop, he will have value. Mm -hmm. And they traded him at what is easily the peak value of his career. And hey, maybe the Yankees seen something and that value will continue to go up. His defense potentially improves with another full year at shortstop. Maybe the hitting improves. The guy's supposedly a workaholic. But you're banking on some big stuff there. Um and, uh, you know, we just, Joe McFly was in here before, BBD, our guy. You know, we were just Yankee fans yucking. New show. YFY. Yankee fans yucking. The problem with last year's team was the hitting. We saw a crop of free agent shortstops that's never been seen before in Major League Baseball. We are the New York Yankees who stayed under a luxury tax last year. So if we are here this season comparing IKF to the Trevor Stories, the Javi Baez's, the Carlos Correa's, 
the free agent class. Simeon Seeger. Simeon Seeger. It's not going to end well for IKF. So BBD has his hand raised. BBD. I mean, on top of they stayed under the luxury tax and all the free agent guys and all that. Sure, judge extension or, or next contract is looming, but they also have a ton coming off the books after this year. Chappie, Britain. Chappie, Britain, in, in positions where you will not replace them at the same dollar value. Yeah. Right. Just, so it's Yan- never made more sense to do it. The Yankees fans that are very excited. Cashman found gold with Gio Urshela and Luke Voigt. Luke Voigt was hidden. Um, he was uh, not given a chance. He was kind of stashed. Gio Urshela is the better example who they traded as part of like this maneuver. Yeah. Um, really Gio- good defensively. Gio Urshela's glove first guy, really, really good defensively. And his stats up until becoming a Yankee offensively were... Do do do. Uh, really bad. He had a 225 batting average. Uh, Kiner Fluffa has a 265 career batting average. Uh, Geo had a 274 on base. He has a 316, um, 589 OPS, 670. So uh, Fluffa's got him better than Geo. They got Geo for 25 grand to be a AAA backup glove option. Geo burst onto the scene, changed right. his swing, was amazing. Very rare. Extremely rare. They're either hoping, kind of fluffa, with his new swing, offensively bursts onto the scene, or they're punting on offense from the shortstop position for a little bit. And if you're punting on offense from the shortstop position a little bit, like if they told me that was the plan, I would have said, well, then just get Simeon or get um, Angleton if you just want defense. Because right. we got a guy who's not even a, 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 a defense guy so far. Not a lock. He can be great, but not a lock. He's just not a lock anywhere. It's not a lock. And, you know, there's some of our analytically driven Yankee fans. You know, Andrelton, I think, has taken a step back where IKF has taken a step up. So, so we'll see. And, you know, hey, that's why a lot of the people in the Yankees front office get paid money. I, I guess uh, one of the things that's unfortunate and I think would have us slightly more excited for IKF is how things went down at the catcher position, which I know we're going to have a PPP coming up on that, is that there, there's not really a world where Isaiah kiner Falefa is a plus hitter. Like, you know, you just gave the Geo story. Those do not happen in baseball a lot. The only like thing Luke that's helping Boyd me could hit. The only he thing just that, couldn't run or play. The only defense. thing that's helping me is he did rule t- retool his entire swing. Like he has a new leg kick, so it's like okay, maybe. But and hey, what, it's like the tur- the Justin Turner guy who's like done that to people. So if Gary Sanchez was still on the team, oh, <laughs> those are fighting words in some Yankee alleys, huh? <laughs> if Gary Sanchez was still on the team, I think I would have a little more hope for IKF. Like if he was just the nine hole. He's going to slap it around. When he gets on base, he's going to be pesky, and he's going to be a glove-first guy at shortstop. I think I'd be drinking that Kool-Aid just a little more. And then I would also be saying what I'm going to say now. The Yankees have two legitimate shortstop prospects nipping at his heels. And do I think there's a little bit of the front office that wants them to catch IKF? I absolutely do. So a lot of my emotions towards this topic and to Isaiah Kiner-Falefa 
aren't necessarily even fully directed at him. It's a little bit the Yankees offseason as a whole, the catching position, the Yankees prospects on the way, and if I'm being honest, there's a little bit of a fascination for me that if one of the young shortstops came up and they were a guy and they won the job and that's awesome, this guy is a dream bench piece. A dream bench piece. Like, this guy can run a little bit. He can give you gold glove defense at third. He can give you supposedly really good defense at short. He can potentially hop behind the dish. If you can play shortstop, you can play second base. Like, I guess that's where my I start jumping to that dream world because it is really tough for me. The guy has never had a 700, an over 700 OPS at any level since rookie ball. For us to fall in love with that guy is going to be tough. I hope he... I Prove me wrong, dude. Hawaiian hustle, I'll buy into that. But man, I, I just think it's a really... An almost unfair uphill battle from what our expectations are as Yankee fans and the shortstop position. Yeah, I agree. BBD, can you put... This picture on screen for me. Okay. Picture time. Hold on. Working. And you can put it on that screen, and then it'll be. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I meant. I'm just gonna put it over there real quick. Gotcha. It you sounded want... like a screenshot sound that you're. Saying. Yes, I did, but I'm gonna put the screenshot. You want me to read his projections? Would you say, Jay? Oh boy. That. Would you say that these? No, players are in the same ilk. So what are we looking at for those for those podcasts? For the people tough. that are listening, we see over four stat lines, right? four stat lines. I can start From a season. Yeah, um, the games played are all uh, over 100, uh, 158, 102, 111, 103, and then the plate appearances vary a ton. Obviously, sure. Um, you have the slash line, so the OPS is six seventy. 665, 632, 677. The on base percentage, 312, 286, 286, 354. Um, slugging all starts in the threes. Batting average, some one's really low, 202. One, the highest is 271. Right. Would you say they're same ilk of offensive profile? These are all in the same world. I, I think if I. You know the one it the one that seems like an outlier is the the two o two batting average, but the fifteen homers almost double the home runs, but a a very different feel batting average wise when someone comes to the plate. Um, so yeah, I mean I know I know that the top one is IKF because I've been looking at a stat page. Who are these other guys? Isaiah Counterfalefa, mm-hmm. Rugnet Odor, Ronald Torres, and Tyler Wade stats from last year. That's the type of hitter we're looking at. So I just want Yankees fans to understand that. Like, dude, like that is the crowd he's with right now. Can he get better than that? I hope, I hope the Yankees really are right about this one. But if you were to take his offensive output and say, like, you're going to get X kind of production, it's Ronald Torres, Tyler Wade, Rugnet Odor. Now, Odor is the, because he's a different profile. He, right. was, he was power and no on base. But in the end, you know, so if you love Tyler Wade, Ronald Torres, and Rugnet Odor, you're there. And now, at shortstop, 
is he Am as I three for three there? Is he as good <laughs> at shortstop? Is are you telling me IKF is worlds better than Torres and Wade? I, I got to see that. I got to watch it every day because right now I would say they're the same ilk at short as well. I can't say world's better. He should be an everyday shortstop than Tyler Wade and Toe. Um, I, and hey, I love Tyler Wade. Doppelganger, cool guy. Um, IKF should be, from what the stats and everything have said, Again, haven't watched him every day, and we'll see. But, Jim, I, I think this exercise, and, again, there's probably some people that are either getting more scared or some people that are cats backing up to corner ready to attack because when you compare those offensive profiles, they are pretty similar. Um, and that is where I think, again, the New York Yankees, who stayed under the, the fake luxury tax last year, had a crop of shortstops that we've never seen before in baseball, and they passed. And meanwhile, their two top prospects are shortstops. Like, that's where, that's what I would say to the IKF stands. I just, I think in the Yankees' dream world, when the, if the playoffs come around for the Yanks, which they should, you think it's a Drury situation? You think he is more similar to a Drury trade than anything else? He is a stopgap. Drury was a stopgap for Andujar and Glaber, who might play third base. Andujar ended up doing it. As soon as he wasn't need anymore, they traded him. Connor Fluffa has a next year. If one of these kids comes up this year, or they're prime for him next year, do they now try to flip Connor Fluffa at the deadline next year? Is that a Drury situation? Is that more so how we should picture this move than anything else? Because now I'm kind of thinking maybe that's what this is. Drury was the same thing. Yankees have loved this guy forever. Yankees really see the potential. Yankees, this was the guy the Yankees wanted. And then as soon as the rookies beat him out, he was done and traded. Is that closer to what we're looking at? Sorry, I do BBD. think their like, favorite thing about IKF is if the young kids force the issue, he's, they, traded. Won't a problem they won't let him stand in the way. I, th I think that is their favorite thing about him. It's starting to make more sense to me. I think they're viewing it more in that light. Like, that's, that's the thing. I mean, we're talking about shortstop for the Yankees. I know Yankee fans can be annoying as hell sometimes. I have this much closer to Tulowitzki or Drury than I have to, like, we'll be drafting him in the two-year Yankee draft. Like I, I think you don't he, think he rides out these two years. I think he's. I think he is the bait to be caught in by either Volpe or Peraza, and then I do think we haven't. If this guy is a bench player, I think we love him. I think he could fill in at any infield position and potentially catcher. Which, by the way, our catcher depth well, coming is, up later is not strong right now. I think that makes a lot more sense for the 2022 Yankees than this guy being our 160-game starting shortstop who's good defensively, but offensively there's, there's really not a chance of a breakout. Boy, prove me wrong and throw a five-war season in my face, IKF, but I just... And he wouldn't be the first guy know. to put it all together at 26, but it's hard to fully buy in. 
Uh, as a righty hitting bat, he was better against righties last year than lefties. Huge. Uh, which is good. 712 OPS against lefties last year. Career, he's uh, six, 660 versus both. Trying to look into the splits to see if there's anything else. Can we talk speed stuff a little bit? Sure. I sent you guys like a sprint speed leaderboard. Um, we've been talking a lot in the office because he's not like one of the 10 fastest players in baseball. He's not a guy who's like speed first. But he has like, n- like nice speed and will be the fastest regular Yankee. So by StatCast, <laughs> sprint speed, he's 28 feet per second. It's like me bragging about being taller than Jake. He's 28 feet per second according to StatCast and, and Baseball Savant, whatever. Um which is the exact same as Altuve, Jorge Polanco, Willie Adamas, Adam Eaton, Bo Bichette, Tim Anderson. He's like, he's in, he is, he is in an upper level speed tier. He's Above not, average speed. He's got good speed. I don't know how it translates to actual base running. We gotta see that, but like we've seen Rizzo's a not fast, but a good base runner. Luis Robert is in that exact same sp- sprint speed. He, um, so it's just interesting. Extra base taken, 41% is the league average. He was 36 last year. Uh, stolen base percentage of success, the league average is 74%. He was 80 last year. Um, run scoring percentage, like when this guy gets on base, the, uh, the odds that the times he scores, which is a lot of the bitter, the hitter and stuff going on, is, uh, he was 32% and league average is 31. So I understand he's fast, but the stats and uh, compared to the Yankees last year, he's going to look like a fucking, you know, speed right. demon. There's a world where, his but we're talking sucks. about the Yankees were able to go get a free agency yeah. and like get whoever they wanted. And they, For sure. they, they, I think he's a stopgap because they, he does not improve them on defense, offense or the base paths. Drastically. Defense, defense, he can improve drastically from our shortstop situation last year. I think well, he's for sure I better mean, than what they had last year. We had year, Wade and uh, Squid playing defense last year for cheaper. and I think he can be better than them. I think he can be. Although, you know, I like Squid, but he never got run. Anyways, um, do you want to hear his projections? Yeah. 600 plate appearances, so they expect him to play a lot. Um, 265 batting average, a 317 on base. Uh, would be as high as since his rookie year. A 682 OPS, um, and that's with 81% reliability. Um, so they're not drinking the the swing. Nine home runs. Nine home runs. He had 15 stolen bases. 15 swipes. He had eight home runs in 158 games last year. So the Yankees lead the Grapefruit League in, like, stolen bases right now? Let's go. Um, That would suck. He would need to be... <laughs> The best defensive shortstop, top five defensive shortstop for me top to three. top three yeah. to for me to like those numbers. So go do it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, parting shots, Jerry Springer. We got to watch a random video and 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 video. prove us all wrong. Uh, it, well, we more watched s- some random videos. Yeah, we did with Joe's. More, that was defense. We'll we'll see what comes up. Yeah, more so frustration. More lies with the Yankees that this was the top of their board. That's like this episode. It's not like go prove us wrong, Izzy. But frustration lies with the Yankees that this this was your. It doesn't seem like they went for the other dude. This was your main thing. This was the top of the board. I don't think it was. 
You think they missed on one of the other shortstops, or you think the, the they won it four to three? I think they were looking for the a distraction for the young guys. Uh, this is a ground out to Corey Seager, who replaced him mm. on the Rangers. They won it four to three. Who's pitching there? The Russell's playing. Warning save. Ground ball, shortstop. And I got him. Close play at first on a routine grounder. Sure, I love him. Oh, Kikuchi boy. to Kiner Falefa. Yeah, Called strike. First Kikuchi pitch, you do it back. Seeing it. Seeing it. One more. Oh, boy. Strikes out swinging. Doesn't strike out a lot. It's a nice pitch. I, uh, We're going to find a good one. A ball. Okay. James Paxton, old friend. Okay, Paxton. In, in the infield and the outfield. Mm. Good eye. Take. Called strike. Holy you got a nice. I have a going away statement. Foul ball. Foul ball. He's always been known as a catcher with good power. He can drive the ball. Solid defense. He's been trying to work better as far as his release times. Ball. I'm just. I'm, Fly out. Um, Holy shit. Um, line out. Line out could have been nice. Single. single. Here we go. Big thing that they need to clean up Let's is go. clean up those walks. And today is coming back up. Ryan Presley. Very good indication of how Pass well you Correa. can play and press the other team. There you go. Pass Correa. Take that, Correa. That's shortstop Jack Mayfield. That was a funny. That was, that was a, Jack Mayfield. Never mind. Did you see how he, he turned, turned uh, back to first? That was cute. Very good indication of how well you can play and impress the other team by not having them get on base oh, freely, making them swing their way. Is him being cute important? Sure. I, he can, never mind. The thing I've been waiting to say for five minutes now is uh, I think he's going to be closer to Adani Echeverria than Didi. I like the jury comp. Stop gap and they will part ways. Well, I think literally on this team, what Adani did, being the defensive sub, can run a little bit. I think that's where his role lands. Gold glove third baseman. Playing short. Hey, leave leave comments. Get us excited. We'll wait and see. Big opening day, and I will be happy to be wrong. I just can't believe it was the, the number one move. Not a top defensive shortstop. Can't hit. Not a top speed guy. Hell yeah. Be wrong, Jake. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, they match you with a licensed therapist, and you can switch anytime, no additional charge. So celebrate the progress that you've already made by visiting BetterHelp.com slash Yanks today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Yanks. 